Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hey, everybody, before we get started here, this is a mini series on FinTech. FinTech, of course, can help you spend time doing the things that you need to do. Meet with your clients and guess what? Market more successfully. So stay tuned to the mini series. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I am your host, your friendly neighborhood podcasting expert, Matt Haller. Now, the super fun thing is when other people introduce us to super cool people, then you meet those super cool people and you realize that there's something there that they do that's fundamentally unique and different. You and I, Dave, were introduced by Justin Breen, if you remember correctly, who is an amazing guest and is an amazing human being and runs a great PR firm. And he said, you got to meet this guy, Dave. He's got this technology, but most importantly, have a philosophy philosophy that is entirely in line with what you do at Proudmouth. So Dave is going to be on our show. So he is with Lawyers with Purpose and also the co-founder of Guider. Is that entirely correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so, hey, brother, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's good to be with you. Uh, we had the opportunity to have you on our show and it was a great show. And uh, we just love talking to like-minded people. Yeah, man. And what you guys have going on is so in line with what we've talked about here. Uh, and not to spoil it for everybody, but I just want everybody to understand. So <laughs> Dave's organization that he has a business partner and a bunch of other people, but I'm going to focus on, on Dave here. Um, basically, their entire system is for estate planning attorneys to partner with financial advisors and then also use this proprietary piece of software that allows everybody to basically see everything and it's unfreaking believable. So Dave, I think everybody here needs to understand one, who, who are you and, and really, you know, what, why is that so important? And then where this idea came from. You, you got to start. Uh, I'm in my 30th year of practice. And when I started uh, as a CPA, then went to law school and um, really came out of law school deciding I'm going to be in the estate planning field. I looked at the demographics in, in the early 90s. Uh, it said by 2010, one in five Americans would be over 65. And in my community, where I live in central New York, in 1990, we were already at 23%. So I said, you know what, I, I think this is a market. And uh, I was referred to in my early years as the young whippersnapper because I was this guy doing revocable living trust. What is one of those things? Holy mackerel. Um, again, revocable living trust becoming popular in the late 90s or late 80s. They got introduced. And then um, the 90s is where they kind of got their footing. And that's kind of when I started my practice. Um, I then joined a national legal organization and worked with attorneys, estate planning, elder law. Actually, they weren't elder law. There was no elder law at the time. It was estate planning attorneys. You know, everything was, uh, everybody was panicking in the early 90s. Um, no, 2001, everybody panicked because Bush changed the law to a million dollar estate tax exemption. Everybody thought the world was ending. But during the 90s, I found a niche in um, protecting people's assets from long-term care costs. And on the national stage, I was very quickly picked up as what's this guy doing? And so I'm credited as being the founder actually of the Medicaid practice industry. 
because um, I taught lawyers for the first time in the, in the late 90s uh, how to uh, do trust. So my first innovation in the industry was the IPUG protection trust, which again, I'll say this and half the people listening will panic like there's something wrong with me or it's a scam. But the IPUG protection trust is an irrevocable trust where the grantor is the trustee and retains all controls except one. He's a trustee. He can change the trust, modify it. He just has to have one single restriction. And all of those assets are not only protected from creditors and predators, but also safe from nursing homes. And so that IPUG protection trust became popular uh, as I introduced it to the legal world in the late 90s. It's still very popular today. Um, and then the next innovation was building uh, systems and processes for law firms. I was so successful in my law firm, people kept saying, what are you doing? Well, the first thing I did is I read the book, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And what you learned is, you know, there's three parts to every business, the manager, the technician, and the entrepreneur. And, and what I learned is most people spend most of their time in the management role. And then the second most time in the, um, in the technician role, actually technician role first, manager role second, and their least amount of time was in the entrepreneur role. And again, one of the things about that book, I was in a program with 150 other lawyers, a coaching program. And what singled me out from all of them is all of us read it, but I was the only one that began living it. And I started every day every quarter building new systems. How do I answer the phone? What are the standards? What are the protocols? What are the next steps? And by um, the early 2000s, I created a law practice management system for estate planning, elder law, and asset protection attorneys. And, and by 2013, I created the first cloud-based law practice management system that integrated and still does the legal technical documents. Uh, which is, so my practice management system for lawyers that use it not only manages uh, the lawyer's practice, but it also manages all the legal documents that are created. Now, really interesting, my most popular um, product of my systems and processes is what we call our RMS system. Uh, and that's short lingo for relationship management system. We have a complete system we train every lawyer with on how to find effective relationships with financial professionals or what we call allied professionals. This is the foundation of our organization, Lawyers with Purpose. And the reason was, is because that's how I got my practice. I, my practice grew like crazy the first five years. You know, you know, you can only double so many times and then it gets harder to double, but it was still going up by double digits every year and, and did for many, many years and still has grown into a multi-million dollar law firm with many wholesale relationships. So our wholesale marketing, um, we train our lawyers you don't have to spend 10 cents on retail marketing. All you need to do is handshake, kiss babies. But actually, we have a, a, a three-point system. It's called the synergy meeting, the strategy meeting, and the relationship review meeting. Those three key meetings that we, we have a whole system around it and how we manage our relationships with advisors. Because back in the early 90s, there's some, some advisors listening today that will laugh and remember this. They'll say, no, that can't be possible. Uh, I, I looked and I, I went and looked at what I thought were the most successful financial professionals in my area. And I went and knocked on their doors. You ready for this, Matt? Many of them threw me out. They wouldn't let me in. They said, you're the enemy. You're the deal killer, right? Now, now again, in fairness, we're going back to the early mid nineties. And, uh, but I said, no, 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 I'm not the enemy. I need you and you need me. I do great legal work. I really am good. But 
I'm finding these people that I'm doing all this great legal work have nitwits for financial professionals. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry, that probably wasn't very kind. But we, we know we know there's different types of professionals. There's there's nitwit lawyers. There, you know, when I mean nitwits, I mean people who are not as knowledgeable. Um, there are some people really good at sales, but not, maybe not necessarily good, so good at providing products. And we've all been exposed to those people. That's why at Lawyers with Purpose, even our name, I was telling you, it's a, it's a double meaning. So most people think we're not for profit when they hear, oh, you're Lawyers with Purpose. No, no, we're for profit and our members are very, very profitable, but we're also very intentional. That's what purpose means. We do everything with purpose. Our relationships are with purpose. Our systems are with purpose. Our help of individuals and consumers are with purpose. Hey, everybody, it's Matt here again. Have you ever thought about doing what Dave and I are doing right now, which is podcasting? Of course, it's the best way to get your message into the marketplace. And you don't need to be a great public speaker or a massive techie to pull it off. All you need is a course called Podcasting 101, how to start your podcast. To take this course, become a free member of our PodRocket Academy at podrocketacademy.com forward slash episode 360. You're knocking on doors. The advisors are saying, pound sand, you're the enemy. Uh, nowadays, <laughs> the tide has turned, as you know, Dave, where advisors are now knocking on estate planning. What are you looking for, dude? So when you're teaching these people and you have these three meetings and, and your, your attorneys are building relationships with advisors, what are you looking for? And I want you to get granular here. What are you looking for that makes you all believe that this is a good financial services professional? Um, you know, it's a couple things. Uh, I'm a big believer of how they get paid. Uh, I like the fee-based. And the reason why I like the fee-based is because I could tell my client, listen, the more they make you, the more they make, <laughs> right? And what I say is we're all on the same side of the fence. The transactional, the annuity folks, I love them. And there's an absolutely appropriate place for annuities. However, sometimes when people don't have all the licenses, when all you have is a hammer, everything starts to look like a nail. And so when I got a, you know an 80-year-old woman who's got $1.2 million and the financial advisor puts a million dollars of it in an annuity, you know, my initial reaction is what was the commission on that? Um, and, and again, and I don't know that it's appropriate for an 80 year old woman to be putting 1 million of her $1.2 million in an annuity. Now, let me tell you the other side, annuities are safe and they do provide guarantees. So there is a market of my clients that would love that even at 80, even with a million of their million point two. Um, I could just say in this particular case, the woman, you know, was taken in by his pretty blue eyes kind of thing. Sold. Um, yeah. yeah. Sold. And so in, in any event, but what I'm looking for is relationship. What I mean is this. Um, we teach our attorneys that we need to work together. We need each other. If we think we know a lot or we shouldn't be doing what we're doing, meaning at least it's a pertains to the financial services industry. I know enough to advise clients in a direction, I couldn't tell you, you know, a stock versus a bond. It's just people look at me and say, Dave, you've been doing this 30 years. Yeah, I, I know enough to know what I don't want to know. I don't want to have to know all that. Although I will say this for those in the financial service industry, if I had to go back and do it all over again, I would come back as a financial services person because you guys make way more money, way more money. Um, there's just so much money in financial services that lawyers were transactional, right? You get a plan. Now we're not at lawyers of purpose because 
Uh, more than 80% of our clients engage us for what we call an annual maintenance program, the AMP program. And we were, we meet with them. They get automatic updates whenever the law changes. And actually, you all get notified at our annual meetings and our semi-annual meetings. The advisors are welcome, and we sit them at the table with their clients that we share with them. Um, so it, it's kind of that relationship thing. But that's what we're looking for. We're looking for people relationship. We're looking for people, again, that are uh, inquisitive. Um, I, I, and I think you, I, I don't want a financial professional working with me and me telling them I know everything. <laughs> Meaning I like strategy. I get a financial advisor, just send me something this week. Hey, Dave, you got to check out this 15 minute podcast. It wasn't a podcast. It was like an infomercial. And tell me what you think of this concept. And it was a really creative concept. I had a laugh. It was by Bob Asperti. Uh, and I haven't seen or heard of Bob Asperti in 20 years. But I, my original training was through Bob Asperti at the Asperti Predison Institute. <laughs> and he's got this great new product or whatever. So I was actually talking to the advisors. You know, I, I haven't heard this particular strategy that Bob's espousing now. But I know Bob. Uh, I, I'm a graduate of his programs. Um, let's sit down and figure out how we can do this for the best interest of the client. Now, what's really interesting about the relationship review meeting this is really important. In our relationship review meeting, I train my lawyers, there's only three things you could be talking about in that meeting. Okay. How are you going to help grow his business or hers? How are they going to grow your business? Or how are you both going to work together to help the community? Those are the only three things we're allowed to talk about in, in a relationship review meeting. And again, I want to help grow their business. They should want to help grow mine. I think one of the challenges with financial professionals, and I get it all the time, and you ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna admit this, and it's recorded. They're right. They're right about their complaint. That lawyers. Oh, you just made law, so many friends, yeah, Dave. Yeah. You have no lawyers idea, never refer back to them, right? That's the number one complaint. They send all their clients. Well, the one reason why is lawyers will say back to you is I can't. We have ethical obligations. We do. I don't believe that. I I do recommend people. I, I say you know, look, I've got two or three names I can give you, but I think Bob's the guy for you. He's got your, you know, your, you know, I match personalities, you know, I'm not going to put a driver with an amiable, you know, right. it's just, like, it's not a good match. systems, all of that stuff. Yes. You have yeah. this relationship meeting, right? You're going to understand. Well, that that's friend. why it's relationship management. I have a relationship with these advisors. I trust them. In fact, most of the advisors I work with do my stuff. I mean, not most of them, but all my advisors are people I have worked with over the years and I've come to trust. Um, and that's a great sign too, but I can't work with all of them. But here's one of the key things we teach at Lawyers with Purpose. One of our key tenements to advisors is, while we cannot refer to you as many as you refer to us, there's a couple of things we can do with you. Number one is co-branding stuff. So what we do is we go, we're willing to, to sponsor, and I know advisors love sponsoring dinners and things like that. We're willing to do that and be co-presenters. And what we do is we say, look, it's a strategy. When you both speak, 50% of the room will not want to talk to you. They'll want to talk to me. 50% will not want to talk to me. They'll want to talk to you. So let's just go in the room and let's go explore new customers together. So that's one way we work with our allied professionals to help create value. We go to the marketplace. We have phenomenal training programs. I could tell you right now, people sit through our workshops and they, they're like, oh my gosh, it's over already. And it's two hours later, like, oh my gosh, because they're learning and it's relevant. And it's, it's, it's simple talk. We don't talk over their heads. We, we have 12 stories, the dollar story, the condo story, um, right? The blank check story. These are all stories that they all relate to. And they go, oh my God, I know somebody that happened to, okay, why did it happen? So people are intrigued because they're learning. 
So we do that with, with uh, um, the advisors we work with. The other thing we have is we have a program called Turn Your C's to A's and B's. Um, one of the things, you know, all financial advisors are, are known for their A, B, and C clients. Oh, yeah. They rate oh, them all, right? And segmentation, right, right. yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, so we have a program. A lot of people say, well, are C clients. Well, you know, you got a lot of A's and B's sitting in those C's, um, and you don't know it. But we do. So, so our process, it's going to sound self-serving, but it's very effective. We do an, uh, what we call a professional, a private presentation. So we take our workshop that we do to the public, but we do privately to this financial professional. And we say, listen, we want you to invite your entire book. Let me tell you, we want, why, let me tell you why you want to invite your entire book. You have no idea who's going to say yes to this, to this workshop. And so what happens is what the people that say yes, and they come in, a high majority of them will opt to come in and sit with us, the attorneys. Now, our process, are you ready for this? This just goes to show our commitment to financial professionals. When clients sign our engagement agreement, in that engagement agreement, it specifically releases and authorizes me as the attorney to release information to the financial professionals that they tell us. And so, and so what happens is, once that happens, we then work with the advisor to say, listen, you, Jane, is a C client for you because you have 100 grand. What you don't know is she's got 2.3 million at three other advisors because she thinks she's got to split it up because she can't trust one. Now, we believe everything should be with one because how could three advisors, they're going to be competing against each other, not, not competing financially, but they're going to be investing in the wrong things because they're not going to be properly balanced when you look at them all. So that's what we tell our clients. That's our job to advise the client to that. And that's how we turn your C clients to A's. Okay. And so one of the things in, in your, I want you to, so in your experience, you have done this for many, many, many years. You work with what, I don't know what you said, a thousand, thousands of advisors all over the United States. How often does that actually yield new assets for the advisors? Because again, here's an ego play that we have to deal with all the time. Oh, Matt, I've already got all of my clients' assets. It's like 75% of people don't have all of their assets with one financial advisor. Does your experience agree with that statement? Here's what I would say. In my experience, um, the, when we we always discover things they don't know. Now, I will say this. There's a lot of financial professionals that do have great relationships with their clients and do know everything. So I would say today's day and age, way less than 10 years ago. Today, there's way more financial professionals who are way more involved with their clients. And I think that's due to the transition in the market over the last 10 or 20 years, really focusing on, on relationship. So I would say a lot less today, Matt, than 10 or 20 years ago. But I will still say today, at least in half the cases, we're finding assets they weren't aware of, or, or are you ready for this? We're introducing them to the children. Our plans are multi-generational plans. They don't cost anymore. So what we do is we actually bring the children in after the plan's done and we invite the financial professional um, to, and again, I know it's a marriage made in heaven. Now, here's the thing. That's, that's what is. we train our members. Now, do they all do it? You know, everybody implements different parts of the system at different levels. But what I know is, my, our most successful attorneys across the country, I could, I can name them, right? There's 10, I can name them. Every one of them, they've turned a practice that was 30, 40, 50, $100,000 into a multi-million dollar practice 
bar none, every one of them are people that have mastered our relationship management system and working with the financial professionals in their community. Um, and so it's, it's, a, it's a marriage made in heaven as long as, and here's, I'm going to take two seconds to talk about, we got to share core values, okay? So the core values are really critical to understand. In Lawyers for Purpose, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take 30 seconds because I think, well, it's actually two minutes because this is important. If this is how, it's actually 14. Yeah, minutes, I'm yeah. kidding. If financial professionals really understand these core values, then they're going to work really well with our attorneys. The first one is open. Open means we're open to the possibility of achieving what we otherwise did not consider possible or even know to consider at all, okay? The second uh, core value we go by is curious. And this is important because if we think we all know everything, then we're not curious. Curious is we ask questions of others and seek information from resources. And here's the important part, within and outside our organization, to discover ways to improve beyond our current knowledge. Because again, when, when we keep talking to the same people inside the same room, I call it the cesspool, everything sounds brilliant. You gotta get outside your organization to really open up your thinking. Our third core value is aware. We are present to our and others' behaviors that inhibit progress, and we are clear on our and others' unique talents to simplify our path to success. So that's really appreciating what each person brings unique to the picture what their unique ability, as Dan Sullivan would say. Core value number four, collaborative. We utilize our and others' unique talents to create the most effective solutions to achieve a desired outcome. Number five, um, adaptable. And this is a tough one for some people. We accept change as inherent in growth, and we embrace the change necessary to move ourselves or our company forward. And our final one, which obviously will go naturally with the rest, is generous. We share our talents and our resources with each other, our clients, and our community without expectation of reciprocity. Now, again, these things are how we run our practices um, as, a, as a model, um, you know, as, as we train our members. And, and, and those are what we look for in relationships. That's granular. That's as granular as I can get. Well, no, I, I love it. So, so there's, I have, I'm going to unpack a little bit of there as we, as we wrap this up. So um, number one, um, the advisors who are the most successful that we work with and that we've known over the years really firmly believe that they want to stay in their specific lane. And you brought up Dan Sullivan. I just interviewed one of uh, the oldest coaches that's with Strategic Coach, not age-wise, but she's been with them for over 30 years. And one of the things that she specifically said is, look, the more you focus on your unique ability, the more money you can make, the better your life is. And just overall, everything is better because, but there does take a level of humility. There does, you know, you have to be reflective and you have to realize that you don't know. That's everything. our word when curious. Smart, yeah. 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 When you're as smart as you are having a CPA and a JD, you know, plus all of the stuff that you've done, these financial advisors on the intelligence level are actually very, very high, which in turn means in their mind that if I'm really good at this, I'm really good at this. That's not how true success matters. In fact, one of the things that she said yesterday, which is wildly applicable, uh, is if you ask a person who has $100,000 a year, how many things that they're good at, they'll say six to 10. You ask a person who has $20 million what they're good at, they'll say, I have one to two things I'm really good at. So here, here's the thing. Now, I want a strong call to action here, Dave, because you are like 
this magic formula that I just want so many advisors to just realize if you want to make sure that you are growing your practice, if you're providing excellent services, you all know you need to have the right documents in place. And on top of that, if you have a real partnership with an estate planning attorney, everything can change. Dave, how do they get involved? Where do they go? What do they do? Help us with that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to throw one other thing in there because you have mentioned Guider, and this is a game changer for financial professionals because we actually developed it based on my relationship with one of my key financial professionals. Guider is a digitization of a law practice. So now my personal financial professionals I work with all can create their clients' wills, healthcare proxies, and powers of attorneys in their own offices with their clients by going to our app, the Guider app. And they're inside my law firm system, developing the wills, healthcare practices, and powers of attorneys for their clients without even having me physically or be any part of it. And so we have digitized that part of the practice, and we're digitizing other parts. We're the only organization in the country doing this because we understand the importance of this for clients. It was based on our relationship with the financial professional. He said, Dave, I can't get people in to see you. I just, I try to. And so he says, find an easy way. So we created Guider for them. But how, how to get all of us? I mean, Guider.legal is a great app if you want to. It's not an app. It's actually a whole technology platform for lawyers, uh, for consumers, and the financial professionals they work with. Um, lawyerswithpurpose.com is a great place. Info at lawyerswithpurpose.com if you want to reach out. My personal email, dzampano at eplawcenter.com. And I'm sure you'll have that information um, with, the, with the recording. But Here's my thing. Um, obviously, you can't, I mean, Lawyers of Purpose is a lawyer event, but we work with a lot of RIAs, you know, who want to kind of, they come in and they uh, they show at our events. Um, we have events twice a year. They like to come just to meet the attorneys and um, identify which ones that they can create great relationships with. So we're, we're user-friendly and um, we believe it's got to be for the best interest of the client, as I'm sure your best advisors agree. But again, it's about having the systems and processes in place uh, that, that assure that that occurs. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is the wave of the future, even though that Dave has been doing this since the 90s, uh, which might not seem very future for some of us. It doesn't really seem like that long ago. Uh, but uh, and for many of you listening, it doesn't seem that long ago either. But look. Here, here's the thing. If you can create this great network of CPAs, estate planning attorneys, divorce attorneys, real estate agents, all of these other wicked, smart, trusted professionals, your practice changes. And when you believe in the principle of reciprocity and not in the principle of scarcity, that if I help Dave or if I help the attorney, a rising tide lifts all boats, guys, everything changes. Everything changes. And you have heard us talk about this over and over again. Again, part of our podcasting system is actually interviewing those estate planning attorneys and CPAs so that you deepen that relationship. So that's part of what we want our clients to do. And it's already built into your relationship management system already. The most powerful part of it, though, Matt, as you know, is that famous third-party credibility. I can say I'm great all day long, but if that financial professional says to their clients, I'm great, they come in, they're not, they're they're already predisposed 
to work with me. And when my clients, I refer them to a financial professional, they're already predisposed, that third-party credibility. And it is real. It's not a gimmick. And I got to tell you, I don't give it to all advisors because they don't earn it. Um, and nor should attorneys if they don't earn it with, with each individual. That's why a sharing of those core values is so important. And our mission here, our vision is to free the world's experts from the torment of sales. If you do your content and relationships correctly, <laughs> they come in pre-sold and that is what all of us want. Very few of us love the sale. What we love is the relationship and we love helping people. And if you truly want to do that, we've got a solution for you too. We don't call it sales. There's no such thing as sales at Lawyers of Purpose. We call it enrollment. If you educate to motivate, then you just enroll them to the strategy that's best for them. There's no selling. The, in fact, our strategy is we say, look, there's three different paths. Which one's best for you? And they choose. It's an enrollment process. It's not a sales process. Uh, it's an education. So educate and then let them choose the path that gets them uh, the, the, you know, the desired outcome they intend. And, and that's, again, systems and processes come back to solve that. So, yeah, we're, we're brothers from another mother, right? Ooh, we so. are. Absolutely, my friend. <laughs> All right, everybody, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. And most importantly, give us a quick rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. That helps us get found in search engines and also actually surprisingly provides us with relatively good feedback. Uh, we really appreciate that. And last but not least, if you want to know how you can stop being the best kept secret in your area, really get it so that people come in uh, and enroll in your financial financial services offerings. You know what? We would love to be able to help you. Uh, you can email me matt.h uh, at proudmouth.com or just go to our website and fill out our form. We're going to make sure that we have all of the links that Dave talked about in our show notes. And with that, for Dave at Guider and, and Lawyers with Purpose and all of us here uh, at Proudmouth, we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the PodRocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.